0: Hey, friend, before we get into today's episode, I have a question for you. Actually, I have a couple. Do you long to let go of expectations, obligations, and distractions? Do you long to live with more peace, presence, and purpose? And do you wish you could do less and live more? Then I want to invite you to a new mini course called Do Less, Live More. It's going live in September, and then you'll be able to access it via replay. On it, I'll give you my five-step roadmap to get you on your way to doing less of what doesn't matter so you can live more of what does. But seats are limited, so make sure to go and get your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. In the course, you'll learn how to clarify your one thing to focus on that will make the biggest difference in your life. You'll learn to create space and break free from the distractions. And you'll learn to commit to creating a plan and taking action On the right things. Do you want to reach your destination and enjoy the journey? Then you don't want to miss out on this. Remember, we'll be live in September, and after that, replays will be available. So go get all the info and your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. Now let's get to today's episode. Hey friend, it's Lissa. I'm so glad you're tuning in to another episode of Repurposed After 40 where we help women like you to do less and live more, to design a life that's on purpose. So, what's a girl to do to align her values and vision, to create sustainability and abundance, so you can keep your faith, relationships, and purpose first on a daily basis? That's what we're going to rethink on this episode. But first, if you're a recovering to-do list girl like me, I want to offer you a gift. It's my new do less, live more checklist. It's a simple way to start your day and focus on what matters most so you can do less and live more. Sound better than feeling busy, hurried and scattered day in and day out? I thought so. Let's simplify your day to live on purpose. Grab your checklist at lissafiggins.com forward slash less or click the link in the show notes. And that's not all. Be watching your inbox for a bonus gift I have for you. Now let's rethink your abundance. So today I'm excited to introduce you to my friend, Christina Weber. She is the founder and CEO of Business Owners on Fire. I love that title. And she helps faith-based entrepreneurs who want to generate more abundance in your revenue, in your time, in your clients, in your relationships, while still keeping God and those relationships and purpose first on a daily basis. What I love is that Christine helps women create an ideal life and business blueprint So that it will allow you to build more value and experience the peace and joy from living when you are truly aligned with your values, your vision, and your mission. So Christina, I think the message you have to share is so amazing, but I'm sure it's not, you know, kind of where you were when you came out of the womb. So just catch us up a little bit uh, about your story, your journey, and how you got to helping specifically women in this area.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I actually work with uh, men and women. And the company's Christian business owners on fire. So, um, yeah, I guess just how I ended up here um, where I am, like at this moment, um, were some unexpected turns in my own life. You know, I'm very Mm. devout in my faith, but ended up divorced after 24 years in a marriage. And that was I could never have imagined that would be my (laughs) situation. I'm I'm actually a mental health provider. I'm a licensed clinician and worked for a couple decades. So the part of that unexpected turn is that kind of shape. What I'm doing is I really have a pretty high tolerance for pain, emotional. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I really didn't recognize the level of, I would say dysfunction or serious kind of pathology that was going on because I kind of flow with that it's kind of like what you know what you're used to so kind of where that turned for me it was you know obviously not the plan not the vision um and then having to kind of respond to that and Mm -hmm. one of my spiritual superpowers is resilience so Mm -hmm. you know i could go in the corner and be in the fetal position (laughs) or i can you know kind of try to take you know take the lemons make lemonade so um That's really where I went and kind of where God's taking me right now um, with that is really seeing myself as kind of a transitional character. I mean, I think I'm very self-aware. I was kind of surprised that I didn't see a lot of the things that have continued to unfold about, you know, some of the wounds in my family of origin, Mm -hmm. my family, my background of my family. And I, what I realized is that God's really calling me to be a transitional character, you know, to stop the dysfunction moving forward. Mm -hmm. And um, Mm -hmm. so that's really um, inspired me to um, not only professionally and but just how I the level I need to operate on a personal level to, you know, to be that role in my family, Um, kind of a higher love type of thing. So um, and that kind of took me uh, to my career. I mean, I was probably perfectly content hanging out my therapy office for <laughs> 10 years, but you know, it's not a very profitable business model. And I was a single parent. So, um, what I did is I reinvented myself. Um, I basically mm-hmm. a blend of a business and life coach. I'm all about vision, uh, which was what helped me be resilient. It's like, I couldn't get through what I was going through if I couldn't visualize where I wanted to go. And, um, so I helped Business owners do that. Do that. I use my marriage and family therapy skills all the time, and and quite honestly, just my own experience, it's really helped me serve people I would that would never approach me if I had the white picket fence and everything else. Um, that um, you know really kind of seeing that God doesn't invite you know dysfunction or divorce or all of that, but He can even take. Something that's bad and use it for good. Mm. So, what it's allowed me to do is be um, a resource for a lot of different people in a way that makes them feel um, empathy is a very high uh, skill for me. So, makes them really not feel ashamed of where they are, even in business. I mean, just we can easily get a feeling ashamed of cash flow is not right or I'm disorganized or whatever. You know, there's just something about kind of the ringer I've been through that just makes me really uh, put people at ease um, with that. So we can really solve problems and help people achieve their vis- vision, which for me, a big part of that is sustainable prosperity and abundance, because mm. I've seen people, you know, make the money and have a miserable life because they, right. they don't have a pace they can maintain. They don't even enjoy what they do. Mm. Um, or um, I've seen people that have a good quality of life, but don't have the revenue coming in. And that's not prosperity. And the, and the abundance piece is around time and having the time, the mm. definition I like to use with abundance, having the time to do the things I need to do when I need to do it and having what I, all, everything that I need, all that I need, some of my wants and, and money to put away and, and uh, energy for, for the future. So that's really where I take people because that's what I want. So I'm my own ideal client. <laughs>
0: Right yeah. uh, Isn't that so interesting? I find that such a common thread that oftentimes the way that we are serving today is an outcome from our own journey. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's not always the straight and narrow path that we thought it was going to be or this beautiful, perfect you know picture that we had maybe back years ago. Sometimes there are twists and turns and, and looks what looks like detours and what looks like you know switchbacks and, and circles and that type of thing. And yet, I think those make the most beautiful stories. Right. Because that's, that's where number one, I feel like God shows up in a big way because it's not, it's not about me. And it's very apparent that we are not the ones that are in control and we can't do this on our own. But then, like you said, I think that makes you so much more relatable to other people to say, okay, so she doesn't have this all together. Life hasn't always been perfect. And, you know, um, but she's come through it. And so, you know, being able to kind of reach back that hand to, to that person that's, you know, where you were Mm -hmm. is such a gift. And I think you, you are able then to minister to them, whether it's through life, you know, uh, life coaching or business coaching in a way that maybe somebody who hasn't experienced that, you know, wouldn't be able to speak into some of those things Mm -hmm. in the same way. So, right. Yeah. And then, you know, God brings the right people across our path and the people that really resonate you know, with our story and with, with what, you know, our, our purpose and vision is and where it is that we're going. So there are a couple of words that you brought up. I love, I was an educator, so I love words and I love thinking about what they mean and how they relate to what we're talking about. One of the ones that you talked about was resilience. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you, and you specifically mentioned vision being really important when tied to resilience. So let's talk a little bit about what is what is resilience? Um, you know how is this something that uh, is is really impactful? What happens when we don't have resilience, and how does vision take us in you know in that right direction that we want to go next?
1: Yeah, I think um, our culture doesn't really support grieving or mm. or or loss i mean we're, we're Because with the snap of the fingers, we can have something to distract us, you know, or whatever. But I think a big part of resilience is grieving. You Mm -hmm. know, we have to recognize what the loss was, what, what we had hoped things would be like. Um, we need to go through that process. So it's not about just distracting yourself and focusing on the next step. Because if you haven't done the piece on the processing, the loss, then you're, you're not, it's, it's kind of like your ladder may be at a, the wrong, up to the wrong building. (laughs) Right. You know, we need to really learn from what, you know, what didn't go right, you know, what, where we're at um, and not react to what happened, but Mm. respond. So, Mm -hmm. so basically that's a a big part of it. The other part of it is once we, we don't stay in that grieving, right. Go through the process and then and then a lot of times it's it's a, it's when you acknowledge the loss, then you have a lost feeling. It's like, well, this isn't what I thought I'd be doing, or this isn't, you know, I thought I was a stay home mom or, I, you know, whatever the thing was. Um, then we have to really kind of, that's where the vision comes in. Well, what okay. do we, what do I want? What, you know, mm-hmm. where do I want? And I'm big on the holistic vision mm-hmm. because especially as women, we're so relationally oriented that it's very difficult. It's very difficult to put your whole heart into something if it doesn't pay off in relationships in some way. If there's Mm -hmm. not an investment in it, whether it's a business relationship or personal or even the relationship with God or yourself, you know, if there's not that connection, women just aren't that motivated just for to stand to be stars and, you know, make a lot of money typically. I mean, it's not that we don't want money, but if that's the only thing that the benefit of what the hard work is, it's just not it's not sustainable. It's not something that's lonely, (laughs) you know? So, um, so we need to tie it to that. And then resilience is about not, you know, courage and confidence. Mm -hmm. It's not about never making mistakes. It's not Mm -hmm. about, it's not about um, being, never having other losses because once you are willing to shoot for your vision, there will be more losses. Because there will be people who will not come with you. There will be people who want to want the old you. And that's another mm-hmm. thing with resilience. The old you has gone, you know, mm-hmm. so they may want that. That's <laughs> not there. She's and, not here. Yeah. And, and then once you have that new vision, the old kid, there can be other casualties. Because when you are pursuing your holistic vision, it brings out discomfort in anyone who is not pursuing that. And people have different responses to that. <clears throat> some people just it's uncomfortable to be around you. Right. Some people um, feel protected. <clears throat> excuse me, of their relationship or whatever, <clears throat> because they, you know they it brings out what you're doing is bringing out some of the cracks in their thing. And other people okay, no. are inspired, uh, inspired by it. So no. you have to if you if you really want to pursue that vision and it's not where you thought you were going, And it's not who you're, we're around. You have to be willing to have the courage to say, I love myself enough. And I want to serve God enough in the way he's created me to serve him that I'm willing to kind of, you know, let the chips fall where they may, you know, and, and then once you have that, you can, and you can kind of go back to the losses you had, you know, I like going back to the marriage that would have been my worst nightmare. Like I could Mm. never, and it's not again, like I'm I'm promoting that or anything. It wasn't horribly difficult, but once you've gone through hard things or lost a loved one or Mm. got fired or, you know, whatever, once you've had that, it's, or had cancer. I mean, it's kind of like, okay. You know, I mean, I, it wasn't great, but I (laughs) I get through that. You just have a freedom and a, willing to take risks that you just when it's almost more of a more of a slavery when Mm. everything in your life is working well and working the way you want. I see people actually be more trapped because they're not letting life flow Mm. and they want things to stay the same. And that's not the way life is if people are growing. So then they're kind of it becomes kind of this trap, you know, of just you know, wanting to, needing control everybody around you because you, you're, it's a scarcity behavior, actually, you know, I have this and I don't want to lose this. Whereas when you've already lost it, (laughs) it's like, whoa, you know, there's, (laughs) and you realize the world didn't end, you know, and, and there's actually, God provides something better, um, that you didn't expect. You just have a freedom, uh, to just be willing to fail.
0: Yeah, and I love the words you said—courage and confidence. Mm -hmm. Because until you've had to step out of your comfort zone, you don't always realize. Hey, what's already, what's inside me? And that you could go through something difficult and come out on the other side and not only be okay, but actually be flourishing on the other side of it. Right. And, and I think, you know, just, you know, we think about, I think about Job, right. And his experience and and he talked about how he had, he had heard of God, right. And he had heard God before, but now he really saw him when he went through that difficulty. It was like this, this renewed depth of, of not only his own character, but then his relationship with, with God. And then what things are going to look like, you know, moving forward. And when I think about resilience, the, the picture that comes to mind is like a spring, you know, so if you've got a coil spring, right. There are times when there's gonna be a lot of pressure on that spring and it's going to go all the way down to like almost sitting flat. But when that pressure is released, that spring goes right back to that shape that it was, you know, it doesn't stay flattened out, you know, forever. And so just that being able to kind of bounce back and, you know, being able to, to respond right to that pressure that's coming, but not to let that, you know, totally completely, you know, throw you out of, uh, off course or into some other, you know, place that you don't want to be. And, you know, that's really important, um, you know, and, in, in, in having that because life is going to be fall full of a lot of ups and downs and hard things. And so that resilience is going to be key, um, to, you know, being stronger uh, and coming out of that. And then, you know, we, I hear, you know, I like to say we're either going into something difficult or in something difficult, or we've just come out of it, you know, and it's just, it, this is life and, and being able to, to be resilient is super important. Mm-hmm. So the second word that you talked about was abundance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love your definition of that, because I think a lot of times we hear abundance and we just think, oh, that's just money in the bank, but mm-hmm. you really expanded it to not just be money. But I heard you say things about time. I heard you say things about relationships, even, you know, kind of your mission and values, you know, kind of be that purpose. Uh, that's encompassed in that. Why? Do you, why is it so important that we we expand de- the definition of abundance beyond just the monetary things? Um, and you know, and let, let's let's talk a little bit about that.
1: Well, it gets back to sustainable prosperity. We are multidimensional beings. Money is neutral. Money mm. provides um, resources and exchange of gifts, or you know, exchange of goods and services. It's you know, it's necessary and we need to get over hangups we have about receiving and, and all of that as well. But but really, mo- no money doesn't make someone happy. You know, um, lack of money doesn't have to make someone miserable. Um, it really, you know, God can provide in multiple ways. He can provide with money. He can provide with opportunities. He can provide with someone being compassionate or whatever. It, there's different ways that God can provide. So, When, when we only focus on money, we're missing all of the other pieces that God wants to teach us about, you know, and really, it money is just, the market is saying to you what you're putting out there. We value that. (laughs) Right. It's exchanged for the service you're giving, right? I like to say it's
0: in proportion with what you're, what you're giving.
1: Right. And so what the journey sometimes can be about when we're not having the money, there may be other reasons why we're not having money. We don't learn those lessons if we're just focused on money. People really, the days of just people wanting a bunch of money or they wanting a coach or whoever to help them to have that, they're over. No one wants that. I mean, they really don't. They, they may say that they want a whole person. So right. if you're not showing up who you're being, and what service you're providing, or what you're putting out in the world, even if you have an employee or employee relationship, whatever, isn't bringing back fruit, um, then then there there are other areas that that need attention. And if we don't attend to those, then we're going to um, we deplete. It, it's about money is also exchange of energy. So mm. if we don't have relationships that we look forward to people we look forward to spending time with if we don't have the ability to get some self-care if we can't buy healthy food for our body we we don't have time to go to the gym we you know we can't ever read or we can't enjoy a relaxing afternoon or you know or whatever we can't honor the sabbath if all of those things are things that we need like a plant we need all Mm -hmm. of those things and so if we are not getting those we're like putting this, I got some basil from the store, that plant and named him Barney and Barney didn't do real well. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <Poor> Barney. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I didn't know I'd put him in the light. I put too much light, too much water. I mean, he didn't make it, you know, and that's the way we are. We're, we're, we're like my Barney basil plant. We're out there. It's not attractive it doesn't produce the, I mean, I can't make anything from the leaves of my Barney basil based on how I cared for him. And, and it's just not going to generate money, you know, and it, and I didn't, I felt bad, you know, that I killed this plant. So it's just, they all go together. Mm. And um, so I guess to me, the, the abundance helps you kind of define what would make me happy one day at a time. And I, when I say happy, Part of being happy is we're. I believe we're created to know, love and serve God. So Mm -hmm. that's why I'm here. So that's my first task is who do you want me to serve? How do you want me to do that? That's that's priority A. So that's first. But then I acknowledge like Christ, he's a human and God, you know, I acknowledge as a human being. God did this intentionally. We weren't created like angels. We have bodies. We have to take care of ourselves. We have to take care. We have, you know, death. You know, we have things we've got to deal with realities of life. We need to eat. We need to sleep. So he gave us all of that so that we we, we would balance that. So once you define, okay, what are my priorities as a daughter of God and in service to him? What is, he, how he's created me as a human being. What do I need for a holistic, reasonable, not, I'm not talking, you know, perfection, just reasonable life of, of self-care and taking care of myself and attending the areas of my life. Then you plug that in and then you organize your commitments around that. I mean, I, I'm Christian lifestyle and engineering is what I do. So basically mm-hmm. we, we define the needs of the person and we create the business around it. You know, so that's to me abundance. I would mm-hmm. rather live in a $60,000 home and be able to travel and eat high quality food and have great vitamins and go to the, get a massage every week and go, you know, have time to go to lunch with friends and whatever, uh, be th- do things with my kids, then have a $250,000 house, with no furniture and no time. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Hey girl, just want to push pause to say, I feel you. You wish you knew where to put your focus, but you get distracted, discouraged, and derailed with all the things on your plate as a busy woman and your dreams and desires feel far off. Am I right? It doesn't have to be that way. What if you had a life that's balanced, growing, and purposed? Now, friends don't keep a good thing to themselves. So I got to share my favorite digital tool and app so you can design your life and stop living by default. This simple customizable framework helps you assess where you are in the seven key areas, create a blueprint for your life, and be accountable to taking steps towards that on the daily. And when you grab the tool, you get access to my inner circle for all the support you need to grow in all seven areas. Want to learn more? Go check out all the details at lissafiggins.com forward slash inner circle. Can't wait to welcome you on the inside and watch you grow.
1: It's about really acknowledging, you know, those things. And when you when it's your vision, a lot of times people are focusing on somebody else's vision, you know, like, well, we should mm-hmm. have this or we should have that. That's when you get all that whack because it's really not what you want. It's what your mom wanted or your comparing, or whatever, or it's coming from a darker place or I want to impress this person or whatever. But when you really, is it's your vision, it's it, it, your Holy Spirit inspired vision. God will give you everything you need to have the richness of life you want. He says that you know, I mean, that's what he wants. That's a way to evangelize. It's attractive to people.
0: Yes. I've come to give you life and to give it abundantly, right? Not miserably. Not I'm (laughs) sitting here, you know, not neglecting these things. I love how you really touched on the holistic part of it because we are, we are spirits living inside of these, you know, these earthly bodies. And so, like you said, we've got, you know, brokenness that, that is a part of that. And we have all these different aspects of our life. And I love talking about, you know the seven different areas of our life, and 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 comparing it to like a wheel. You know, so if you have a wheel, and you know, say it has little like air air pocket, you know, segments in there that are pumped up with air. If some of those areas are um, are not as filled up as others your wheel will still roll, but it's going to be a little bumpy, right? There are going to be some dents in the wheel. And so as your, you know, your bike, your, your cart, whatever it is that you're going down the the road in, uh, as that's going, it's, you're going to feel the chunk to chunk, right. As it's, as it's, as it's rolling, because some of those areas, like you said, are, if they're not being attended to and being given the attention and intention that they need to, it's going to start affecting those other areas. And, you know, and so when we take care of all of them and are paying attention to what's, what's needed me right now, then we're able to give a better, better us to, you know, people in our life, to our businesses, to, you know, to our communities and ultimately to, to the Lord. So
1: yeah, I want to add on that real quick, because what a lot of people to do it that way to have where you are balanced, it requires faith and patience because mm -hmm. it's a slower success. Right. But what happens is those that don't do that. I heard someone say, you can sacrifice your health to have wealth. But then, when you are older, you're going to have to use your wealth to help your health. <laughs> right, <laughs> just, it'll always cost you. That's going to you know. get you. And, and so, I it's I'm the tortoise and the hare. The tortoise mm-hmm. is going to get there slower. But if you're attending to those things, when you get there, first of all, you're ready for it. Because Mm -hmm. you've been living it more of an incremental way, and then and then it's sustainable. And you already Mm -hmm. know you're doing what you enjoy because you've been checking in the whole time and organizing it around that. Exactly, and all that. So,
0: and it doesn't have to. I think sometimes women hear the word balance and they think, "Oh my goodness, I could never be balanced." You know, I you know because it seems like it's such a lofty ideal or. For example, like take your 24 hours and divide it by seven. So I have to give 205. Point, and I think it's 207.5 minutes to each area. Like that's not life. Yes. I think it's almost sometimes more like the guy at the circus who's spinning the plates, right? And he gets one spinning and maybe that's you know your faith plate. And then you get the next one spinning, and that's like, you know, the relationships, the family, the friendships. And then you have one spinning, that's that's the business. And then you kind of look back, you know, and you start realizing, hey, that first one's kind of starting to wobble a little bit. I need to kind of, you know, just. Keep that going. Uh, And so it's not always I'm only focusing on that one thing because these other things are important, but I'm paying attention to which ones are getting a little wobbly and where I might need to be a little bit more intentional and give that what it needs to keep it going so that it doesn't come crashing down or we don't totally crash with everything, you know, around us. And I think that's where it kind of ties into the sustainability. If we're always go, 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 eventually we're gonna run out of steam, right? Um so let's talk a little bit about you know what are maybe some some tips. So somebody's listening, and they're thinking, okay. So I, I love the idea of resiliency and, and really, you know, having that vision so that when life happens, I can, you know, continue to, you know, push push on and, and be stronger and be resilient and you know, liking this, this new definition of abundance and what that looks like. But I think the sustainability part is sometimes a little tricky. Uh so what, what might be some things that would be some practical ways for someone, you know, who's who's listening and saying, okay, yeah, this sounds like a great thing. I would love to have these things in my life, but like I come and go like I'm good for a little bit and then it goes away and then I'm good for a little bit and then something happens. And what would you, what would you give us some advice on to move in that direction towards yeah. these things? Of course you just
1: mentioned the vision and the, mm. you know, that's the first thing, but um, I think first of all, temperance to know what you really need, you mm. know, cause sometimes we drive ourselves because we have excess. And so we've set ourselves up for an unsustainable situation, you know? Um, so the first thing is to kind of look at what do I really need financially? What mm-hmm. do I need emotionally? What do I need, um, you know, first, whatever, all of those things, baseline. Now, as right. you grow, as you as you become more abundant and prosperous financially, definitely you can add those things in. But that can be the problem right there is if you right. got your out of bounds from the start. So once you've mm-hmm. done that, I think the the mistake, one of the mistakes people make is they, it's okay to, you know, we want to be disciplined and there's nothing wrong with delaying gratification, but I believe you should enjoy sustainable prosperity and abundance every day. So Mm. not when you reach the goal. So part of it is acknowledging, because you know what, there are phases in your business development, like You may not have as many clients and you have more time to do stuff. Then once you get clients, you don't have as much time. (laughs) There's different parts Mm -hmm. to your, your growth. And so I, what I do as I have a practice of, I, I, if I'm starting to feel agitated or anything, I'll say, how do I live sustainable prosperity and abundance right now? How do Mm -hmm. I live that today? And then you can start making those adjustments. If you're doing that every day, you're reviewing that over the week. You're, pl- you're learning from what you did. Like I overbooked myself or I mm. didn't plan ahead or, you know, I'm not planning time for content creation, whatever you make adjustments the next right. time. And what will happen? And I, the idea of contrast when things don't go well, instead of being upset about it, look at it like, wow, that helps me fine tune my vision. I mm. didn't like that. And now I can, tweak that. And now this is another element of my vision that I really hadn't defined as well. And then you, it, it's a daily thing. It, It's really, it's really being committed. If that's what you want, that's just what I want. And that's what my clients want. Mm-hmm. And so, so we stay focused on it and it's not an unpleasant thing to do because it's like, I, you know, a lot of times we self-impose the miserable things that we're doing, you know, no one made it. us do this, you know, or made yeah. us do that or whatever we created that. And right. that's a big part of my philosophy too, is hundred percent personal responsibility. If I don't mm. like what's going on in my life right now. I am a hundred percent responsible for what has happened. And mm. I'm a hundred percent responsible for making a change. And that is very energizing. When I Blame somebody else, or they did this, or that person didn't do what I want. That is an energy drain. And and doing this process takes energy. So it, it's back to resilience. If you're not, if you're blaming others, you're not taking responsibility, you're sucking the energy you do have to make things better. So, and, and t- it does, what I teach in, uh, with manifesting, it doesn't take more time, but it takes more focus and mental energy. So it does take more energy. Because sure. we're always asking ourselves, am I, what do I want? What does God want for me? How does God want me to mm-hmm. so, serve?" you know, always checking back in. We're not, we're not on autopilot. That's the opposite of what I teach. So, well,
0: and it, it may take more energy or feel like it does, but actually what you're doing is you're just focusing energy that may have been scattered to all these other things that really don't matter or that aren't important or that aren't where it needs to be. And then you're almost kind of like laser beaming it into you know, where you're going and what it is that God's calling you to do. And so I think it's really, you know, just, just re reallocating where that energy is going versus, you know, it costing us so much more. And I I love how you talked about the personal responsibility. I have a quote on my desk that I look at every day that says, you are creating new results every day at every moment, whether you know it or not, you know? And so, yes, when I'm taking action towards something, you know, and I'm, I'm seeing those great results, I know Yes, I am creating these results, but the same is true. Like, like you talked about either you're seeing negative results that you don't want. So we always have to look in the mirror first, or sometimes even just, we think we're in neutral. And so, you know, we, we just don't see any results. And really that is also, you know, by our own design. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, everything that's in our life, we've either invited in and we've allowed it to stay, or we've allowed someone else to bring it in and we've allowed it to stay. And now it's, you know, requiring that attention and focus. And sometimes it distracts us from, from where it is we want to go. So,
1: yeah. And what you, when you, you talked about the energy deflecting, what I think happens is that's fear of missing out. You know, we're doing so much, mm-hmm. we're doing all this, and that leads to resentments. Because mm-hmm. we're we're kind of hoping to get something from this energy expenditure, hoping to get. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, it's not how it works. You know, it, everybody's busy. And a lot of times you think you would get back certain things. and that's why we're doing it. But we end up not getting what we really want. And we get disappointed about the things that either didn't pan out or they really weren't what we wanted because we weren't having it targeted. So, yeah, that's
0: <laughs> and, you know and, and i think the, i think really the biggest thing that i want to pull out and make sure that our listeners here is this is a daily process right this is even sometimes multiple times a day of just checking in with yourself and that's why it's so important to know your bigger purpose to have that clear vision and to you know and to be regularly checking in and and checking before we get too far down the road and then say oh my goodness how did i end up here this isn't where i wanted to go you know to be able to check in and say how am i doing Where, where am I focusing? What are, what's happening around me and how, you know, are there any ways I need to make any adjustments to, to make sure that I'm staying, you know, in the direction that I feel like God is calling me to go. So, so good. Uh, and I think it starts with that awareness, right. And it starts with just then from that awareness, then, then making that, that next best decision to move in that direction. So, so many great ideas and thoughts and things for us to think about. So I know that people are listening right now and thinking, okay, uh, I would love to, you know, keep walking down this path and, and keep focusing on how to, you know, be resilient and how to have, you know, abundance and prosperity that's sustainable. So tell us real quickly before we go, what are some resources you have to share? Where can someone find you uh, if they want to learn more from you um, about how they can do this in their own life? Yeah.
1: Okay. A couple ways. Uh, I do have a free gift. Um, it's five Christian Biz, abundance myths, and have, ha- excuse me. <laughs> where is my free gift 5 manifesting mistakes and how to correct them so mm-hmm. what i'm talking about manifesting is the visualizing how mm-hmm. to do that um, so to get that gift you can go to Christina m Weber.com. and that's c h r Christina m weber with 1 b B.com. i have a long long going podcast which i would do the podcast if no one was listening mm-hmm. <laughs> right is it fun fire <laughs> i learned so much if you really want to learn best practices of integrating your faith in an excellent way in all aspects of your business and uh, professional life. It's awesome. You know, Christian Biz Owner's on fire. So if you search for that, you'll find, um, you'll find the podcast. And then uh, lastly, I'm very accessible. Um, I, you know, at least at this point in my life, I really, I'm kind of a, deeper dive person. I'm not just a fly by, get the card. So, um, if people are serious and they want to have a conversation, I'm happy to, um, at this point, you know, learn more about their business, uh, share a little bit about me and mine and see how we can support each other. And just the way to do that is just direct message me. My big things are more LinkedIn and, and Facebook. I do check those regularly. We post on all the others, but those are the ones I really, um, check in on. So fantastic. Yeah.
0: We'll make sure that those links uh, for, for some of those, those different things get put in the notes. So if somebody's listening, like if you're like me, where you're driving or you're cleaning or you're walking or something like that, and you uh, want to make sure to get, get get in touch with Christina, then you can just check the notes and grab that out of there. Um, I love that. And I was recently a guest on Christina's podcast uh, as well. Yes. It just came out a couple of weeks ago. So if you want to get yes. a two for one, yes. right, and hear, hear both of us having a conversation around some different things, and yet there's so much overlap, right, because there always is when we're on purpose, uh, would encourage you to, to listen to that as well. And I have a, I have a new guide that I'm, that I'm putting out there because my, I really feel like this shift is happening in me. And as I'm listening to women around me who are just feeling busy, like you mentioned. Right. And, and there's really the sense of like, how can I slow down and focus on what matters most and simplify my life so that I don't feel like it's just passing me by and so I will put the link to the do less live more checklist, um, mm. which is really a great way just to start your day with that intention about what, what do you want to be a part of it? And what don't you? Uh, because I think we can get so caught up in the doing and all the expectations and all the agendas of the people and the things are, you know around us. And, and of course the culture and social media that starts coming into our world. And, then we end up spending most of our day doing all those other things, and not really getting, uh, you know, to, not really moving forward and where, where we where we really feel called to go. So I will put that uh, down in the comments as well, and invite you to make sure you grab those resources. They're always super helpful and very valuable. So I love when our guests are so generous, like Christina, to share that. So. Please share that. Please also feel free to share this episode with a friend or someone that you know, especially if they are a business owner as well and someone who is wanting to grow their faith and and, and do those two things together, because uh, this may be an inspiring uh, encouragement to them as well. And I I would like to end with our a last question that I've been asking my guests lately. When we talk about those you know seven areas of our life and thinking about the balance that needs to happen, and and yet. Right? Sometimes there are certain ones that we know if we put more attention or intention into, it would just make a big difference. It doesn't always mean it's in a bad place. It just means, wow, this one for me is just such a big one. That I know it would shift in a lot of other areas. So of the seven, and I'll just quickly review them for, um, for our listeners' sake. their faith, family, friends, field of work, which can be working for someone else, having a business, or even being a full-time mom or grandma or volunteering, finances fitness, which is mental and physical wellness, and fun. Christina, which of those areas do you feel like if you put that intention towards in the next year would make the biggest shift for you?
1: Well, I am putting more attention to feel. And part of it's because of my three kids, my second one's launching. Mm. And um, so I have one still at home. Um, and and I, and I. it's been about five or six years since I've updated my branding fo- photo. So I'm kind of looking at it as like, an opportunity to really revisit my brand. I mean, not doing a rebrand, but really look at what I'm doing. I've been mostly offline really in my business. I'm kind of transitioning more off online and it's really kind of fun because I have always really prioritized being a mom, Mm -hmm. uh, focusing more on relationships and the family. And I really never let, and it it did cost, uh, it was a choice, but it did cost me to grow slower professionally but I wouldn't have done it differently. Mm-hmm. But now I'm more free to, to do right. that, and so it's actually really fun. And that's it, with your niche. I think that's the cool thing about the, this age. It it can be a really fun, exciting time when you've done the mom thing, perhaps, or maybe chosen not to, or whatever you did. You, it's a whole new uh, life and you know, today's 50s, the new 30 or whatever, right. <laughs> you know, what to say? Yeah, there's lots. So I'm very excited about that. and having fun with it. So
0: that's a lot of fun. And I think you you're so right. This is a stage of life where our roles are starting to change, whether it's because of, of motherhood or whether it's because of being in a career for a certain amount of time and just feeling that that itch to do something different. And I think we really know ourselves in a deeper way okay. and we have built up some of that resiliency, that courage, that confidence that we were talking about. And we really know, you know, what abundance and fulfillment and legacy looks like. And so we're ready to show up in a new way. So that's exciting. it will be fun to see what comes of that for you as you continue to put focus in your field and then help other people in their field as well. So thank you so much for being a guest today, Christina. I really appreciate you and your, your, on fire heart to come alongside and serve others um, in, in being with us today And thank you everyone that's listening. Uh, for those of you who've been here for, you know since the beginning we, this has been a really fun place to be and get to know a lot of new people and I trust that today's episode has added value for you. So please make sure that you share it with a friend and uh, make sure that you are continuing to live by your purpose. Thanks so much for listening today. It means the world to me that we could spend this time together. While it's top of mind, be sure to hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. Better yet, come join my free Simplified Life Club on Facebook. Together, we'll embark on the journey to a simpler life that's designed around what matters most and clears the clutter of all the things that are distracting you. You're going to love being part of a community of amazing women who want to live repurposed too. Just click the link in the show notes to learn more. And if you enjoyed this episode or think it would add value for others in this stage of life, please leave a review right here on this platform because that helps it get seen and heard by more women like you. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on what we talked about today or what you'd like us to talk about in the future. So send questions, comments, or suggestions in a message to Lissa Figgins on any social platform. And until next time, remember, doing less means living more.